another episode ready to go They're gonna talk about the good and the trash and anything in between Cherishing make-believe, get ready for Halloween, it's the horror show I know you miss those guys, tune in and find out what's on their list tonight They butcher and dissect, take apart and mutilate Listen to your two favorite brainiacs communicate It's the horror show Hello everybody and welcome to the Horror Show, show that dissects, mutilates, dismembers, and butchers all of your favorite and not-so-favorite horror movies and other horror-related events. I'm Sean. I'm Joe. Welcome back, Joe. What's going on? Nothing, man. We missed a week because of the live show. I uh, hope you... Fun live show. Yeah. Oh, man. It was a blast. These watch-alongs are the greatest format. We got so much great feedback positive feedback about this new format that we're doing and um it was a blast we watched ticks which a plus i give that an a plus that's an a plus movie wow all right <laughs> that's a five I don't, star but it, it was good it was good it was good <laughs> it was great um fans were split fans were split on it but i think it makes a fun movie to watch and talk about for sure um so that that was a lot of fun um we did that uh, last Saturday and uh, just had a blast. And uh, so make sure you do those. Uh, make sure the next one we do, um, you guys join us for that. Um, I don't know. Did we even pick out uh, what we were going to do? I don't know. We've got some ideas. Let's put it that way. Yeah. No, I, I think we just, I think amongst the two of us, we talked about what. Yeah. Doing. But yeah. we're keeping with like a, a summer, summer type theme. Yeah. And uh, we had so much fun doing a creature feature. We're doing one again this week. It's hard to avoid when you're thinking of the summer, you're thinking of water, you're thinking of swimming, and then you're thinking of, of fucking the anacondas. <laughs> yeah. Always. <laughs> oh, boy. We're doing Anaconda this week from 1997. There's like four fucking sequels, if you can believe that. Crazy. Yeah. Um, Unbelievable. 97. Um, So this week we're doing... Uh, Oh, oh boy. Oh, here's my movie ideas. So this week we're doing Anaconda. Uh, we also are going to be doing, um, I don't, we don't know what order we're going to be doing these in, uh, the legend of Boggy Creek. We're going to, I actually have never seen that. Oh, me either. Me either. Um, and then, oh, I don't know if we did decide on everything else. Uh, I wanted to do the Evil Dead remake. I think that would be fun to talk about. Wrong Turn, Pumpkinhead 2. All giving you the summer vibes, you know? Um, I, I know what you did last summer. I know what you did last summer. Should that be... So, we're booking, like, a, a back-to-school thing for September. Is that more of back-to-school, or is that summer? Yeah, yeah, I think you're right, because... They know what you did in the summer. That's what I was thinking, but then it's also last summer, so it's like, wait, are they in the summer? And then we're talking about the oh, summer yeah. prior. <laughs> classic, classic. I know what you did last summer. Paradox. <laughs> Very confusing title. I don't know when it takes place, but I'm actually super excited for the back to school stuff. Uh, I actually don't even want to spoil it because we got some good ones on there um, that I think. Pe- I only brought that up because for some reason. It's like our most requested movie. At least people like messaging me, being like, "Can you please do this?" People so, are like, "Dude, I'm excited!" After we mentioned it once, everyone has been on my ass, and then, and now they're like, because like a few weeks have gone by since we've mentioned it, and now they're like actually giving me like, no, I don't want to say pity, but like, <laughs> I got a few messages that were like, "Well, if you guys ever do decide to do, I know what you did last summer, I'll be super <laughs> happy." <laughs> oh Jesus! Guilt. <laughs> Guilt tripping you into it. Yeah, I felt so fucking bad. They probably were so excited. <laughs> now they're like, well, 
whatever you guys want to do, but that would have been nice. <laughs> well, they just announced that a new one's coming out. I so. think it's a TV show. Oh, it's a TV show? I believe so, yeah. Yeah, I, I put it on my stories without reading it. I just saw a new one was coming out. So. <laughs> I'll look it up. Um, but we are doing it. It is coming. Like, it depends if it's summer or not. But uh, it is, uh, you know, it's um, it's going to be... Uh, I should look it up. Um, we are doing it, though. We're doing it. It might be in August. It might be in September. But you guys, you we, you will get it. Uh, yeah. I Know What You Did Last Summer is a TV series. Uh, James Wan's producing it. We should do it for Patreon. For sure. Um, wait. Yeah. Scheduled to be released October 15th, 2021. This was based on a 1973 novel. Really? Yeah. That's kind of cool. Um, Who knew? <laughs> Probably everybody. Probably fucking everybody listening. <laughs> also, you, hey guys, we're actually going to be talking about Anaconda this, <laughs> this week. <laughs> oh boy, Anaconda 1997. Do you have any memories of this movie from when it came out? Loved. I mean, you know, I named my daughter after Ice Cube, so I'm a huge Ice Cube fan. Uh, loved it when it came out. So excited to see it. Yeah, I uh, I remember I saw it at the drive-in theaters. Um, it, this had such a buzz around it. I felt like when it came out, what a time, right? Like two years before, there was such a buzz around Congo <laughs> and like a buzz around Anaconda. I think it was just uh, living in post Jurassic Park times. But- so that's. It, that's an interesting thing, right? So I actually did some digging because I was kind of curious, like, because this this movie did okay, but it didn't, like, people weren't, like, super fond of it, which, by the way, I totally understand. Um, <laughs> wait. <laughs> All right. Before we go on, did you like this movie or no? Rewatching it. I fucking, I fucking loved it. Okay. I... Loved it, and I I actually like simultaneously did not like. <laughs> I do I really I didn't know how to feel about it. There were moments of me being like I love it, and then there were moments of me being like this is this is so fucking ridiculous. Dude, it's just a big budget sci fi movie, like sci fi as the channel. Uh, yes, that's true. Which I, I I like those corny ass movies, but they just. You know, they dumped a bunch of. Uh, it's a B movie. It's a it's a it's a B movie in 1997. That's true. That's I, I was true. all on board. But, I liked it just as much as I did. But they tried to make this. They tried to make this a fucking blockbuster. Like this was this was supposed to be like as big as Jurassic Park. Like they were trying to put together the big cast. It fucking should have been. <laughs> John Boy. John Boy playing uh, a Paraguayan. <laughs> Go on. That. I think uh, Joe. I'm. I'm not even joking. I honestly believe he is the one that ruined the fucking movie. <laughs> I genuinely believe that, Joe. I think that's actually my biggest problem. I'm like trying to think about the problems I had with it outside of the CGI, and I was like, wait, there. Re- I don't really have a problem with any of the characters or anything. It's just John fucking Voight. There, there, there was no need, none. To make him Paraguayan. Like, just make him John. Just make him a guy that, like, traps snakes, right? That, that got lost. Why did he have to do an accent? It's I don't understand. very odd. And the director is um, from Lima, Peru. So, it just... <laughs> I don't know. Was Now, I read online that he was supposed to be Peruvian. Um, John Voight. But 
he's not speaking. I don't think he's speaking Peruvian. I, oh, maybe, maybe I, I, that's my fault. I thought it said Paraguay, but whatever it was, why not just hire an actor from that country? Like, if you, or just not make John Voight. Because, because, like, let's be real. 97, nobody gives a shit about John Voight. No. Are you fucking kidding me? No. Like, Angelina Jolie's not even big enough to market it as, you know, Angelina's dad. And, like, the people that cared about John Voight are not watching Anaconda in 97. No. And he didn't have... There's no need to, to make of that. <laughs> he could have been from anywhere. Um, John Voight got the role, but they were actually had tried out uh, Jean... Everyone gave a shit for saying this guy's name wrong. Reno? Jean Reno. I, I'm going to say it like that. I think it's Jean Reno. Um, he was considered Sean Connery, Tommy Lee Jones. They all declined the role. Um, Tommy. <laughs> uh, other actors considered for Cerrone included Jack Nicholson, Martin Sheen, Kirk Douglas, John Malkovich. That, that could have worked. <laughs> and uh, Liam Neeson and Harrison Ford. Um, now, Take what you will from that list. That's a list of all the top stars. Uh, literally, er, there's a list. There, if you search online for like like behind the scenes of this movie, every character in this movie they claimed was supposed to be played by somebody like they were like, oh, yeah. Uh, and then they list like 10 enormous stars. And they're like, yeah, but they uh, declined the role. Yeah, no shit. Like, what are you talking about? Like, of course, like, uh, of, of course they were considered. Like, you're, the writer's sitting around being like, we should cast Brad Pitt. That doesn't mean <laughs> that Brad Pitt considered it. Brad Pitt wasn't like, hmm, <laughs> it sounds like a good one. Like, stop it. Like, like you got J-Lo, who in retrospect, big star, at the time, is this her first major movie? Has to be, right? I actually don't know. I, I don't know either. And I did a ton of research and failed to look <laughs> that up. <laughs> that guy that just shredded us online will be thrilled to hear this episode. Oh, my God. I got something to say about that motherfucker. That that <laughs> motherfucker, we got this review, this one-star review. First of all, it's 13 pages fucking long. I, I started reading it. I thought it was a paragraph. And then I was like, holy shit. Uh, he's really mad about us laughing. Here's my thing, though. Some of those older episodes, I don't know. Maybe Was I laughing nervously? I don't think I ever have <laughs> laughed nervously. They're like, oh, oh, is that what he was saying? He, yeah, I just know he was calling it. I, I don't even like usually bringing up the no. one star reviews, but like uh, this guy, because of the fact that it was 13 paragraphs, really <laughs> caught my attention. Um, and, and he kept using a phrase, it was like, <laughs> it was like the giggle monster. Like, it, was something that he kept, it was something that he kept saying that this like, was really bothering me that he was calling it that in every paragraph. Uh, but yeah, he was pissed that, that we laughed so much, which. Not the first time we've gotten that feedback from a bunch of fucking dweebs. Um, we, should do, we should do an episode one time. How, how the stiffs fucking want us to. And just oh, just, just do it super dry. It'd be the most dude, super dry. <laughs> super dry, just talking about facts. Just reading facts. So that's actually my problem with his comment. Was He was like... His big thing was he listened to other podcasts and uh, about the same movie, by the way. He only wanted to listen to podcasts about the Halloween franchise, <laughs> which like, go just go buy a fucking book or like Google it. Like, because guess what, buddy? All of these podcasts and most podcasts in general, true crime, whatever, entertainment, unless they are within the industry, you're not getting any new information. I'm sorry. Like, you can Google it. That's what they did. 
these people that claim they research shit, that's what they do. They go on Google, they Google the shit out of it, and that's what they come up with. You could do it. So it's not like it's anything new, right? Like he cited a podcast that I looked up. It's just a bunch of fucking, you know, people. Um, and, and this guy was specifically like, he says it in his 18 fucking, in his fucking dissertation. Uh, he's like, I was looking for more podcasts about the Halloween movies. And these guys were just laughing the whole time. And oh, and then he was mad that we didn't know anything. And then he doubled down in his anger because we said we don't know what we're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) So he's mad that we did it and that we knew that we were doing it, which I mean, I guess that's fucking fair. I don't know. I guess I just have such a problem. I would just turn it off and never even waste a second of time to like be like, yeah. Uh, especially, if it- I, I'm I'm with you. I'm with it because because I get it, man. Like like I I know some people prefer just hearing like straightforward sure. facts. Like that's that's fine. Like I, whatever, but like turn it off <laughs> once you realize it's not it. Just fucking turn it off, dude. As soon as we start laughing, just change the fucking. <laughs> yeah, it's like this isn't for me. <laughs> it's really fucking. Right, it's a really weird Bella. thing. Like really, to me. I feel like 99% of people that leave feedback on podcasts, they're doing it to just support the shows, right? And because we're like, hey, please write and review. That's why they do it. Like 99% of it is that. And there's this one fucking percent of the population that's like, I have to go alert everybody. (laughs) Because like, have you ever listened to a podcast and checked the ratings first? Um. I don't think so. I don't think I even do that for fucking movies for the most part. I think I'm just like, fuck it. That looks interesting. Yeah, because I don't give a shit. Because most of the time, I don't agree with people. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know? Especially with, like, music. Like, I use Rate Your Music all the time. Like, 90% of, like, Limp Bizkit <laughs> is never going to have a good rating. Like, I don't give a shit. I'm still going to listen to $3 bill, y'all. Exactly. Exactly. It's so fucking weird. And, and, like, also, if you logged on and then you saw, like, 500 positive reviews, I'd be like, okay, well... Clearly, I'm, <laughs> I'm the minority. I should probably just lock off here. But, you know, he was uh, he was not thrilled with the laughter. But it was such a weird, it was such a weird review. That's the only reason I wanted to talk about it was because it was so fucking bizarre. Looks like the giggle monster got us again. Oh, God, I know, I know. And, th- and now I'm like, the only thing I'm like kind of uh, self-conscious about now is some of the older episodes. I wonder what those are like. I don't know. We're better now. Probably terrible. Also, who gives a shit? Okay, yeah, fucking. <laughs> you know what? Because honestly, everyone always listens to like one of the new ones and then goes back and then they'll be like, oh boy, <laughs> I'll just keep listening forward. <laughs> uh, anyway. Yeah, I mean, we, it's almost seven years. It's fucking, it's fucking nuts, man. And thanks to all of our fans, man. You guys are the best. Yeah. 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 You like to listen to it. Anyway, uh, dude, Anaconda. Did you ever, did you look up how big anacondas can get by any chance? Uh, I did not. Hit me. 500 pounds, 25 feet long. That's insane. It's the longest one recorded. That's insane. That's fucking nuts. Dude, that has to be like the same size as the one in this movie. Like, it's not too far off. Well, I have the facts on the fake one. I also, I was really okay, hoping, I was really hoping for you to be like, I, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> you were just asking me if I had anaconda facts, <laughs> hoping I did. I was honestly like, you might not have this information. Um, the ones for the f- no, there's only sorry to interrupt you. There's only two things I looked up for this movie, and it was how big is the biggest anaconda, <laughs> and then 
It was the other thing I looked up was can the Kendira Eku actually climb into your fucking dickhole? Which it can. Oh, it's fucking fuck the Amazon. I'm I am aware. I started watching that weird fucking fish show, like Monster Fish or whatever it's called. Yo, it's fucking unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Anyway, um, we have to get through this episode at some point. Uh so this so the movie was using a combination of CGI and practical effects. C- yeah. CGI was pretty new at the time. It cost them a oh, tell. You could tell. It cost them a, a hundred grand per second to cr- create a CGI snake. <laughs> so that's why they had to use both. Um, so they had two animatronic snakes. The queen snake, which was 40 feet and weighed two and a half tons. Wow. The second, they called the warrior model, which I think is the first one that they encounter. Um, and that was 25 feet and 1,500 pounds. So, a little smaller, but, like, dude, those are fucking massive. And the weirdest thing, did you... I, I, the snake malfunctioned on set and almost killed Jennifer Lopez. Oh, my God. Um, Ice Cube was quoted, uh, he was on a show. And he said the day the snake malfunctioned and almost killed Jennifer Lopez on the set, they couldn't stop it. And it just started destroying the set. So we were really scared of this damn thing. It's thick. This is, these are Ice Cube's words, so it's even funnier. It's thick, and it's made of metal wrapped in, like, a tire, so it's hard as shit. <laughs> and, and, and we was like, yo, this thing is just going to malfunction and bust my nose open. Hey, Ice Cube, you should be w- fucking 2.5 tons of snake. It's not. It's going to fucking knock your head off. It's not going to break your nose. Because <laughs> it just went crazy. It had a lot of glitches in it. So we were always really scared of that damn fake snake. <laughs> um, yeah, almost killed her. And they used the fucking footage in the movie. <laughs> what what scene? The, I could not find any information about which scene. But they, I guess they spliced a lot of it in like during some of the boat destruction scenes. Okay. So it's on film. Yeah, almost drowned her. Because <laughs> they're like, no one can do anything with a 2.5 ton snake. Like, you can't pry it off of her. <laughs> Fucking nuts. Um, J-Lo, I, I think J-Lo looks amazing here. J-Lo looks good. This is, though, this is truly like Jenny from the block, though. Like, I feel like this is, like, really... Agreed. Oh, this, this is pre, pre-work pre done J-Lo. Yeah. This and, is her. But, yeah. like, you know... And, like, a good, like, so, oh, wait, I, I forgot. I was pulling up her filmography. Um, so not. In Manhattan. Oh, my God. Wait. Oh, Anaconda. Oh, right. how could we forget she was in Selena? But, like, same year. Oh, yeah. Selena was actually released. That probably, I don't know whether, that must have helped her. Because it was released, like, a few months before, actually. Um, I'm sure it helped her. Yeah. This she was also in Jack, that movie Jack with Robin Williams. With, with Robin Williams? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she was in... Wait, wait, wait. Where, where he's he's like a, a kid in an adult body. Yeah, it's like reverse Benjamin Button. <laughs> <laughs> he calls the erector set an erection set. Fucking classic. Fucking Jack syndrome. Yes, she was in like a few things here and there. And of course, we know her as a fly girl from... Uh, in living color but yeah man good for her it was really up from here though selena and anaconda i think really like flipped the switch for um 
So it made it opened up with uh, number one, sixteen point six million in its first weekend with a forty five million dollar budget. Um, it ultimately goes to get one hundred and thirty seven million worldwide, which it, you know it's not it's not bad, but they they really judge you on that opening weekend, which is kind of insane. But whatever. Yeah. Um, the other weird thing I I went through the movies because I was curious about why it didn't do that great in its opening weekend, despite it being number one. The movies were just at a weird time. Going back to like no, this is this was released April ninety seven. So the movies that came out were Jackie Brown, Anaconda, Double Team, Volcano, and fucking Night Flyer. Dude, what a lot that came up. Those all came out the same day. They, not the same day, the same month. Okay. Um. So like that fucking volcano. That was its competition, which not great. <laughs> like. Jackie Brown's a great movie, but I don't feel Jackie Brown's great, but it did. I don't, that one didn't do too well, right? I, for a Tarantino movie, I don't think so. I think at that point, Tarantino was still like I don't want to say like indie, but like kind of had that indie vibe. I don't think it was like it was. It definitely wasn't like a summer blockbuster, you know? Yeah, but I mean, that's after Pulp Fiction. I would have thought it's so weird that that doesn't seem as yeah talked about as much. Double Team is the end of Jean Claude Van Damme. <laughs> Dennis Rodman. Fucking Dennis Rodman. Volcano, that the more half-assed volcano movie of that year. Dante's Peak came out in February, um, two months prior. And fucking Nightflyer, I only put on here because it's a horror. We're, we're technically a horror podcast, although people would argue differently. But we, <laughs> Nightflyer was like the only horror movie released that month. And I don't think that went to theaters. I really, I if that went to theaters, I'd be fucking shocked. <laughs> But, yeah, super weird. Dante's Peak was released in February. And I went all the way back to November 96 to see, like, what was going on, like, with the blockbusters, the special effects movies at this time. And there was, like, nothing heavy. When was Titanic released? Ooh, good question. Was that 97? Yeah, so it must have been right after Anaconda. But I didn't. I just don't know when. I think it might have been way later, maybe. Oh, shit, wait. Oh, that was the maiden voyage voyage of the actual Titanic was the day of Anaconda's release. Wait, fucking, goddammit, Titanic movie. Titanic, 1997 film released November. So, end of the, oh, no, uh, December 19th. So, much later in the year. Um that's so funny that Anaconda is trying to be a blockbuster and then Titanic comes. It's like well, the I, ultimate blockbuster. So, like, here's – well, get ready. So, like, this is what I honestly think killed it because April, April, it's on its own. But, like, you'd think it'd get more. Then May, you have The Lost World, Austin Powers, The Fifth Element, and Damn. and the special effects masterpiece Gone Fishing with Joe Pesci and Danny Glover. <laughs> I own it on DVD. <laughs> uh, but, like, you know, Lost World comes out the next month. You're probably going to be, like, you're, you're toast after that. I would rather watch Anaconda, but I do agree the moviegoers were probably way more excited to see a Jurassic Park sequel. And critics were pro- – I know critics were, like, super critical of Anaconda and the CGI, even at that time. I looked up old reviews, and they were like – they shit all over it, and I'm sure the Lost World. They were just like, 
Gaga over. But were they? Because I I thought that was pretty much maligned. Which one was the last one? Was that the second one? What was the third one? That was the second one. The third one was just called uh, Jurassic Park Three. Whatever. Who can fucking who fucking knows? Second one has Vince Vaughn, I think. Oh my god, I remember that because I remember them being. I remember thinking, even as a kid, I was like, "They're just trying to pick somebody that sort of resembles Jeff Goldblum to like fill the like goofball spot. Like he's got black hair, and we're supposed to be like, oh, okay, this is fine." Um. Anyway, uh. Jurassic Park, or no, I'm sorry, Anaconda, Anaconda, um, <laughs> starring Eric Stoltz and Owen Wilson, the Paul's he- Paul's headliner names right there, <laughs> guaranteed those would be the first two names he said, oh, mm, no, he might also include the guy that was in uh, Jungle, uh, not Jungle Book, uh, Jumanji. <laughs> not Jumanji. <laughs> <laughs> And then lecture us about how he was in like a million hammer horror movies. I don't even know if that's true. I'm just making that up. But <laughs> um, I actually think he's from Australia, but he has a British accent. Really? Yeah, that's that's what I read. But also I read that in an IMDb fact that was like, <laughs> it was a fact and it started with maybe. So not a fact if it's maybe. <laughs> it started with maybe Owen Wilson's wearing the good day mate as a nod to that actor because he's actually Australian, but has a British accent. <laughs> like, Oh yeah, may- maybe, <laughs> maybe you're right. Fucking idiots. Fucking- Shut down the internet. It's fucking unbelievable. Um, the movie opens with an extremely young Danny Trejo, Right. Yes. And you, you think you're going to get your first anaconda kill here because <laughs> the boat's being ravaged by a snake underneath it, just breaking the boards of the Dude, boat. And, and they're spending so much money on the effects of the nails popping and going up with <laughs> slow motion. It's, it's, at first, I was like, when I was watching it now, I was like, wait, was this movie released in 3D? Because the way those nails are popping were like 3D effects, but it's not. It's not. <laughs> it's not at all. Oh, my God. And Danny Trejo climbs all the way up to the top of the mast of the boat. And, uh, you know, you're expecting to see, like, the typical, like, shadow of a snake biting him or something. Um, Danny Trejo just fucking <laughs> blows his brains out <laughs> on the fucking boat. And that's how the movie opens. Fucking. I'm watching this at age whatever. 9, 10, 11. I think I'm 11. But my sisters were watching it. Yeah. yeah. I was born in 85. Yeah, so you're 12. Yeah. 12. <laughs> sure. Whatever, whatever you say. Um, so Danny Trejo's dead, and there's something in the water that we should be really afraid of. Although no one's as afraid as Danny Trejo moving forward on this fucking snake. Um, <laughs> That's true, actually. <laughs> That's a great, great point. This guy is scared enough to kill himself. Like, just, why wouldn't he just stay up there? I guess, I guess the snake proves it can climb. But you're right. Nobody's as scared as he is. <laughs> no, one's as scared, no one's more afraid than he is. Dude, people are constantly face-to-face with this snake. It's actually unbelievable. They're constantly, like, nose-to-nose in a face-off with this thing. Uh, J-Lo uh, plays uh, Terry Flores. We got Eric Stoltz, who's Dr. Kale. Kind of comes off as kind of a tool. 
Um, but he's... He, I think that's just Eric Stoltz. It, dude, it is. Because, like, like midway through the movie... I mean, well, okay, there's a few things to talk about with Eric Stoltz here. But you realize he's actually supposed to be the likable one. And he's <laughs> he's not at all. I, I, dude, at the beginning of the movie, I was like, this guy sucks. And then they're like, oh, you brought your boyfriend along? And then you realize he's the love interest. And you're like, wait, what the fuck? Dude, uh, him, him being J-Lo's love interest is fucking absurd why is the love interest not ice cube dude it's insane it's fucking insane. And even like even if you want to say eric was the love interest by the time the all the events unfold why is ice cube not the love interest by then well that's like kind of what i thought was going to happen and also eric stoltz is asleep for 90 percent for, for 90 minutes yeah <laughs> dude, <laughs> you get introduced to him and then like he reveals he pretty much sets up the plot as to why they're there. And then he gets a tracheotomy. <laughs> he doesn't talk or do anything for the rest of the movie. Yo, at one point he wakes up and like saves the day and you're like, oh, Eric Stoltz is back. And then he goes back to bed. <laughs> she was, that was my favorite scene. Dude, he fucking wakes up, saves the day, saves our, our crew. And, and they're like, then the next scene is JLo putting him back to bed. <laughs> And then he wakes up at the very end again. It was awesome. It was like my favorite thing ever. Oh. I also love that they shot like 85% of Back to the Future with Eric Stoltz as Marty McFly. But he was such a stupid pain in the ass. That they were just like, you know what? We're going to start over with Michael J. Fox. Dude, and, that is... And like his, his biggest problem was character development. But then he goes and starts in like B-movies like Anaconda. Makes no sense. Oh, dude, he's a fucking asshole. <laughs> and, dude, if they film... Dude, think about what a nightmare that is for the studio and everyone involved to refilm all of that footage. You know what I mean? Like, you have to be, like, a, a next-level kind of asshole. I agree. Like, nobody ever straight-up says that about him. They're just like, yeah, it was just, like, creative differences, and they wanted Michael J. Fox from the beginning. That's fine. You could want Michael J. Fox from the beginning and then realize that you have him. If you're almost <laughs> completely done with a project and you're just like, you know what? We're going to start over. Like, you, Eric Stoltz must be such a piece of shit. <laughs> you have to be, dude. Dude, that's like just talk, money talks, right? <laughs> like, like, yeah. Like, I'm sorry. Like, there's no studio. As much as we want to believe that the studios were like, yes, Michael J. will make the movie and like, <laughs> this is art. No, they were looking at the bank account. No, and they were. You would be like, you know what? Next, next movie, you could make a similar plot with Michael J. Fox. Right. Do your thing, right. right? Like, wait, he's available now. You're not gonna just be like, scrap it. Uh, you got your guy now. Like, that's ridiculous. All that money will do do it all over. It's fine. <laughs> Fucking no way, dude. Oh my god. Um. So Eric Stoltz is Doctor Kale. We meet uh, Danny Rich, played by Ice Cube. Whose first line is like, oh boy, today's a good day. <laughs> like, yeah, okay. Quoting cool. a song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, we know who Ice Cube is. <laughs> Thank you. He also, doesn't he play like I'm, a Mac 10 song at one point in it? He does. He, play, he plays Full Life, which he sings the chorus on and uh, he produced. That's cool. Um, and then you got Jonathan Hyde uh, from Jumanji. He plays Westridge, who is the, I guess, like the Jacques Cousteau, I guess, of the crew. 
Yeah, right. And then you got Owen Wilson as the sign sound guy named Gary Dixon, baby. And he is uh he's uh, Owen Wilson. <laughs> he is a very young Owen Wilson. Very young and uh very typical character for him. Very fucking very fucking horned up. So, so horned. You couldn't pay me. So okay. First of all, have, okay, I was gonna ask you this. I was gonna ask you this. I I, I the, the, I don't know how to word this. I, let me start over. Let me just ask you: Would you fuck in a jungle? No, absolutely fucking not, dude. Disgusting! All those bugs and the fucking like thick heat. And as we find out, there's fish that climb into your dick hole. No, yeah, I'm not fucking in a jungle. Like I don't care. I don't care who I'm with. Like it's just not happening, dude. The bugs can fucking kill you. Dude, hey, first of all, in your area of Connecticut. Are the mosquitoes absolutely out of control right now? Yeah, it's insane. Joe, I've been. I just went out to grill. I was fucking attacked like uh, by like a swarm. I'm eaten alive. I'm. I've got bites all over me. I want to. F- I want to fucking drown myself. I, I hate it. I hate everything about it. And this is just like a humid Connecticut summer. <laughs> if I was in the jump, you could not even get me out of the fucking boat. You couldn't even. Even if J Lo was like, I agree. If J Lo was like, I will fuck you in the woods right now. I'd be like. I'm sorry. I, I fucking can't. Like, I, I'm so sorry. I wouldn't even do it on the. I wouldn't even do it on the boat. Dude, I hate. So I hate nothing more than being fucking humid and sticky. It's disgusting. Oh my god, it's fucking not awful. doing it. It's fucking awful. Unshowered on a boat. <laughs> fucking, because like you wouldn't even be sliding on each other. You'd just be stuck on each other. Yeah, you fucking stink. <laughs> It actually makes me like rethink all those movies like where sex scenes where they're like glistening with sweat. It's like, dude, what a fucking nightmare. <laughs> Dripping sweat all over you. It's not romantic. It's fucking appalling. <laughs> oh, man. So Owen Wilson's super horny and he does try to get it up in the uh, jungle. Um, does. And in true jungle fashion. He's almost killed by a fucking boar. <laughs> He's, they're, they're all, their sex scene is stopped by a boar who, uh, <laughs> wait, it's not John Voight. I fuck. I forget who lectures him. Or maybe it is. It's John Voight. Who talks about, yes, it is. It is. And he claims, by the way, okay, you see the fucking boar. It's two feet tall, as you know, pigs usually are. And John Voight's like, oh, you see these tusks? And everyone's like, yeah, of course. And he's like, <laughs> they go for the eyes. They go for the eyes. <laughs> Oh yeah, John Voight, you fucking idiot! <laughs> I mean, that's great. That that boar would have to stand on his like hind legs and like angle it so perfectly to get for your eyes. It's gotta have like eight foot fucking <laughs> fucking jump to get you in the eye. It's unbelievable. Like, the, <laughs> yeah, it goes there. Yeah, these these things go for the eye. Okay, cool. Thanks, John Voight. Um, John Voight, we learn, is uh, he is a. They find this asshole on a, on a sh- on a <laughs> crashed boat, which should be your first. In- they immediately give this guy like unrestricted access to their boat, and this guy I mean, they found crashed. Right, you you wouldn't pick up a hitchhiker on the side of the road, <laughs> just in general, in in your home state, right? So you're not going to like go like. I get it. You see a guy crash, you want to help him. But, like, you're not going to give him unrestricted access to everything, like, right? Especially if he looks like John Voight and is talking with this accent. 
Dude, and that, that smirk that he does the whole time is like an upside-down smirk. I, I can't even, like, describe it, but it's so infuriating. He does it after everything he says. Joe, so I let my son watch this. Uh, parts of it. Uh, well, not parts of it. Like, he watched half of it, and he was like, I'm, I'm done. Um, he was like, why does that guy keep s- smiling like that? <laughs> and I was like, I don't know what to tell you, man. Like, it's just, I, I don't know. Like, there's no reason. But he does it all the time. Like, to the point where an eight-year-old was like, why Why the fuck is he doing that? Dude, it, it, it's, it's the most absurd, like, grimace smile I've ever seen. <laughs> he- him and Ice Cube, who I love Ice Cube, and I, I will always love Ice Cube, and I, I honestly like him in this movie. He's great. But, like... Ice Cube's character for most of the movie will just say one word and then like look at the screen with a perplexed look on his face. Like, mm-hmm. like <laughs> it's ridiculous. And he's like a nature he's a nature like cameraman, and he's like still yeah, somehow like snakes. <laughs> Ice Cube, yes, you are in the jungle. In the fucking Dude, in the fucking Amazon. I know nothing about nature, and that would be the least surprising thing anyone could tell. Constantly surprised about animals in the jungle, and he's a nature photographer. And he's like, whoa, wait. No one said there would be monkeys in the trees. <laughs> okay. Uh, speaking, speaking of monkeys, has anybody ever used monkeys as bait more than John Boyd? <laughs> no, and I feel like, honestly, like, I know we make this joke a lot about people not acting. Like, I genuinely, though, John Boyd just seems like a guy that was like, can you write this monkey scene? <laughs> dude, dude, the fact that he uses it and he talks about it within, like, the first 30 minutes, and then, in, like, the climax with him. It's still about dude, monkeys. There's a, mo- <laughs> dude, there's a monkey hand dripping blood where he's, like, using it. He's going to mix it as bait. <laughs> And he drains the monkey's blood. Which- dude, that snake, that snake, does not need bait at all. That snake has been terrorizing them. Dude, the snake just is fucking eating everything. Why are you baiting it with anything <laughs> they other than ex- the two people? They explained in the very beginning, not even at the very beginning, the first time the snake appears and kills one of their own. It's explained that the snake can recognize heat patterns and will just find you and kill you. <laughs> so, it's like the predator. Yeah. So like the bait <laughs> makes absolutely zero sense. Killing killing monkeys has no relevance to getting the snake to come after you. Uh, but I do feel like in '97, Sean was like, "Oh my god!" Like they fucking killed. Him. It was like the broken bone in Dante's Peak. No, shout out, shout out '97. Um, like there were just like these moments in these movies that were like shock value to me as like a 12 11 12 year old kid dude 97 was like the year that i started going to the movies yeah like often yeah you know like like every single weekend so like i would go see anaconda i would go see dante speak and and you're right there's like probably as probably adults were like this is fucking stupid as hell like (laughs) as a kid seeing these you're like oh my god this is amazing like john voight's demise i i I remember distinctly like i can I could have told you everything that happened. And I hadn't seen it in 20, 25 years. Absolutely. So it just, like, stuck with you. It was, it was such a weird time. It was. It was. It was. So, it felt, like, so, like, I don't know. It felt wild to, to see. And then, like, three years, three, four years later, we're watching, like, fucking Cannibal Ferro. <laughs> but that's fine. Uh, the plot, I mean, so... Oh, by the way, John Voight won a won a Razzie for his fake accent. Did he? Yeah, he did. Good for him. 
Um, John Voight, uh, they pick him up, this uh, stranded guy who crashed his boat. And then they also like almost immediately are like, you want to drive our boat? I'd be like, don't touch the fucking wheel, buddy. Like you fucking crashed a boat in the most wide fucking river I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) Fucking idiot. (laughs) What the fuck? Um, John Voight uh, agrees to like hang out with them because he claims he knows where the Shirashamas are. Uh, are with these are a lost tribe um dude, dude, which eric stoltz immediately just argues with him because <laughs> like, john john voight provides like factual detail yes and he's like well i really think you're wrong like, <laughs> i'm telling you like i've been here oh man and the whole crew is kind of like split on the guy and they're like kind of giving eric stoltz shit at first and then they're kind of like this guy is kind of fucking weird and then we get our first real anaconda kill, which is the killing of the jaguar. And talk about another iconic scene yeah. where you felt like you were watching something you shouldn't. Uh, pops out the jaguar's eyeball. <laughs> yeah, that scene. Uh, I'm glad. I'm glad that you said that was iconic because I didn't. I, I was like, I even said that to Tina. I was like, this really like impacted me. Like it was imprinted in my mind. He was like, why? I don't know. Just fucking remember the snake killing the jaguar. That the waterfall scene and John Voight's demise. Like I I remember him clear as day. Oh yeah. It, dude the, the the Jaguar eye is like, I don't know. I just feel like I was like, whoa. Like that that's unbelievable. I you know. Yeah. Like that was crazy. Um less iconic scene is uh <laughs> John Voight like interrupting the filming because he's mad at Eric Stoltz, <laughs> like trying to film the documentary, and like Eric Stoltz like gives him a little bit of shit. <laughs> oh, Eric Stoltz won't go the direction he wants to go, and he's like, "All right, I'm done. Take me home. <laughs> go fuck yourself, dude." <laughs> also followed by a scene of him laying in a hammock, just snarling at the camera. Dude, I'm so glad you used the word snarl. Again, I said it to fucking Tina while watching it. I was like, I've never seen characters snarl at a camera. Like, Ice Cube's entire face is just... Dude, he is behind the camera snarling for, like, every scene. There's not even things... Even times when there's, like, nothing bad happening or, like, nothing alarming. He just has his his lip up. I don't understand. It's amazing. Oh man, uh, there. This is just a snarl fest here. Uh, Owen Wilson goes out. They kill the boar. Uh, well, John Voight shows up and kills the boar. Um, yeah, shoots between them. Which, which like, only fool, only fooling my son for this scene. Which was they're in the woods and then they hear like noises in the woods and then it like cuts to their face and they're like, oh my god! And then it cuts and you see John Voight pointing a gun at him and you hear the gun go off. Um, and everyone's like, what the fuck <laughs> was that? Did he shoot them? Yeah, did he shoot that? Like, literally no one fucking thought he shot them. <laughs> Except my son, who was like, what was that? And I was like, don't, don't fucking worry about it. <laughs> and then you see, like, John Voight walking to the boat by himself, and you're like, oh. And then immediately Owen Wilson pops out and was like, this guy is amazing. <laughs> yeah, the old razzle-dazzle. The old razzle-dazzle. Uh, yeah, no, didn't fool anyone. Except James, who was like, What? <laughs> Um, then Eric Stoltz, uh, <laughs> Eric Stoltz is written out of the movie. Now question is, <laughs> was he supposed to be in the whole movie? <laughs> and they wrote him out. Uh, 
It's another, it's another Back to the Future. And yeah. This time the studio's like, listen, we're not doing it again. I don't give a fuck if Michael J. Fox is available. <laughs> Come up with a way to get him out of the rest of the fucking movie. And the way they do, <laughs> the way they do that is he puts on a scuba suit. He's underwater. And then he just starts, like, sh- shaking underwater. <laughs> they pull him up. They take off his mask. And they find a wasp in his mouth. <laughs> It's not like they even find it. John Voight, like, everyone's like, what is happening? And somehow John Voight's like, uh, it's clearly a wasp. And, like, sticks his fingers about the pulls it out. <laughs> Why would he think that? <laughs> clearly written out of the movie for being an asshole. They're like, hey, change of plans, Eric. You're going to be laying in this bed uh, not talking for the rest of the movie. <laughs> And then they were like, wait, well, who's going to fucking knock out John Voight in that scene? They're like, well, I guess he can wake up for that and then go back to bed. <laughs> if that's not what happened, I don't want to know. Like, why else would they do all of this? <laughs> the fucking love interest. I'm crying. I'm, cr- I'm crying laughing. It's so... <laughs> it's the stupidest thing. Like, why, why is he even in this movie? He wakes up at the end and is like, alright, time to go home. <laughs> He's not even part of the final. <laughs> the fi- yeah, the climax, dude. He, he saves no one. He sleeps the whole movie. Oh my god. Holy shit. I'm fucking crying. <laughs> Rocky Dennis. <laughs> Why is he in this? Wait, is he the one that played Rocky Dennis? You sure? <laughs> <laughs> I wish he was in Rocky Dennis makeup this Dude, whole time. I wish he was in any everything. He was in. <laughs> it was so much more likable. <laughs> oh my god, dude! Fuck, I'm fucking this. Who, that guy that wrote us the review is furious right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, man. Well, this is also the scene where they talk about that Kandira Aku. The, the the little catfish that crawls up your people yes. <laughs> yeah. that we've already mentioned four times. Did you do any research into that? So I've I've watched like episodes of TV shows about them. But Wait, you were saying that river monster. Yeah, yeah. What what were what what were, what are your thoughts on this though? Tell me some facts. So the, the, there was like a bunch of incidents like before modern times mm-hmm. of this thing. There's there's one confirmed incident that actually happened in 1997. Really, which interesting enough, the same year as the movie. Uh, some guy, a 23 year old man who only went by he only wants to be known by the initials FBC, which of course, like I would never fucking <laughs> tell my name to anybody if that happened to me. He went into the Amazon th- thigh deep into the water and was pissing, and the, the the little catfish jumped up his piss stream into his dick hole. <laughs> He had to have, and he had to have a two-hour urological surgery. Fuck. And the guy, the the doctor, uh, Doctor Samad, he has video of him removing the the catfish from his urethra. Oh my god! What a fucking nightmare! <laughs> what a fu- right? That's like the <laughs> that fucking hurts me talking about, dude. It. Um, shout out to all my all the fans out there that watch reality TV shows and uh, 90 Day Fiance. There was this guy, this American guy that was trying to wed this woman in Brazil. And she was like, come swimming with me. And like, they're just swimming in like the fucking like this Brazilian like that, like is looks like the fucking Anaconda set. 
And this guy fucking tapes trash bags all over his legs because he read those stories about the fucking peel fish. And he's walking. She's in like this like little bikini. And he's walking in covered in trash bags, duct tape shut. <laughs> and he's like, listen, I don't want anything going up my peel. And now I, I I laughed at him, and now I I might agree with him. I might do this. I would I I would one hundred percent agree with him. It's fucking condoms all over your every orifice Dude, of your body. Wait, that's what he did. He put a condom on also. Good. Yeah, yeah I, I'm a thousand percent on board. I'm not going in any waters near the Amazon without a condom on. So also bot flies, man. Aren't aren't those down there too? They are. Those things are oh. fucking disgusting. Condoms and butt plugs. We gotta no bot flies. Bot flies. I know you say. I'm saying you need a butt plug. Oh no, no, get up there. Oh no, the bot flies like go in your head. Yeah, no, I know. I just wanted to talk about butt plugs. (laughs) Trying to fucking upsell the ball ball plug. Yeah, (laughs) we got a brand to we got a brand to promote. (laughs) Agreed. Actually, you're not wrong. Throw one of those in there. You're good to go. Let's dude the the Paul plug starts selling millions in like in, in the, South America. In South America. <laughs> That's where we do the most business. People can finally go swimming again. <laughs> Everyone's swimming with Paul, Paul Paul's, Paul's face hanging Paul out of their ass. Of the day. <laughs> like Paul goes down there with the vacation, they all recognize him. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh my Stat- god. <laughs> There's fucking st- statues of them all, all throughout the town. <laughs> oh my god! This is like the hardest I've ever laughed on the show. Holy shit! What a nervous tick I have. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's all nervous. I'm so nervous. That's why I'm laughing. Oh, my goodness. All right. So, <laughs> John Voight, where are we? John Voight, uh, where, where, where the fuck are we? Um, oh, yeah. The, so, the tracheotomy. Yeah, so, is, is, that, is that what you call it? A tracheotomy? Tra- tracheotomy? Yeah, that, that sounds right. I think so. Tracheotomy. Um, so, yeah. So, Kale gets stung by a wasp in his throat. Um, and vo- while underwater, <laughs> while, while underwater, <laughs> while wearing a scuba outfit, <laughs> this is the most unlikely scenario. <laughs> um, Voight performs a tracheotomy, um, and then also uses this opportunity to take his path through the river, which Eric Stoltz had been like adamant about not going down. Um, and I, I, Mateo, who we haven't mentioned, he's like the actual captain of the boat. Yeah. The the least, the least uh, truthful looking captain. If this was the guy that was driving the boat, I'm, I'm out. I'm out. Like this guy. And again, another guy that sneers the entire fucking movie. (laughs) You think somebody would see these two just constantly fucking sneering at each other and be like, Hey, uh, you guys good? Like, what the fuck are you two doing? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh my god um they find a wall like a man-made wall which john Voigt is like well we gotta blow it up 
<laughs> and they do, but this destroys all of their fuel and covers everyone in fucking snakes. Snakes are everywhere. They're all over the boat. Uh, there's baby snakes and blah, blah, blah. My favorite, favorite, favorite fact on IMDb <laughs> was this one about this scene. While the character Paul Cerrone seems to recognize baby snakes in the film, because in the scene, he's like, oh, these are the babies. And he like lets one loose and is like, go to your mom. He has no interest in capturing them. His goal is to capture an adult anaconda alive. In real life, it would be much easier capturing the anaconda's offspring (laughs) following their mating season. Female anacondas give birth to litters of 20 to 40 offspring. The offspring grow rapidly and reach maturity within a few years of their birth. It's like the most rational thing I've ever read in my life. <laughs> like he had like babies all over the boat and he's like, get out of here. <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> I want to catch the thing that will probably sink this boat if we try to put it. Also, also, I'm pretty sure more than once John Voight is like, it's no good to me dead. Why not, John? He, he, if you bring that carcass back, everyone's going to be like, holy fucking shit. Like, where did you find this? Yes. Yes, I know. Like, how are you going to bring a fucking anaconda? Like, dude, the thing just keeps eating people. What? At, at, like, after the first guy gets eaten, I'd be like, okay, like, we we have to take it in dead. Because, like, we are in the Amazon and we have, like, hours, days trip back home. There's no way we can keep this thing calm and sedated the entire time. But Correct. Also, worth noting, this... I would assume takes place in 1997. I mean, Ice yes. Cube's playing yeah. Mac 10 music. They're on a boat that looks like the boat that the rock is, is navigating in his new movie, jungle cruise, <laughs> which takes place in like the 1920s. It's like a steamboat Willie boat. I made. why are they not, on a, why are they not on a better boat? I wrote a jungle cruise joke down that I was going to use <laughs> at the beginning because it was literally the boat from jungle cruise. <laughs> and it's supposed to be like the rocks broken down ass boat that like everyone mocks in that movie. <laughs> Yeah, and also again, it takes place in like 1920. Right. This is not why are they not expensive. using something, something way more efficient? Give me a break. <laughs> well, they encounter another shipwreck, um, and Mateo gets killed. Uh, and dude, the CGI—I mean, like bad CGI is bad CGI. This CGI was honestly distor- like disorienting to me. Um, it like because it like it's not good. It changed like good. the frame rate of the film. Like it got, it got like stuttery. <laughs> like it was it was like it had a really hard time making that CGI. Um, they're supposed like to- I said, it's like it's like it's like a sci-fi yeah. channel movie, right? Just for the bigger budget. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's they're supposed to be making a remake of this. Really? Yeah. Who's going to be in it? I don't know. No one. They've, they've got no one. No, they're not making a remake of it. I'll be in it. <laughs> Look no further. <laughs> Joe will be playing the part of <laughs> J-Lo. <laughs> and I'll be John Voight. I was going to say, I'll do John Voight in a shitty accent. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, this scene oh, cracked me up. John Voight. Because, like, no one knows what's going on here. And the real premise is John Voight is tricking them to catch this anaconda, which we kind of mentioned before. But that's the plot of this, right? Like, they want to go see this missing tribe, but John Voight is actually taking them to catch an anaconda that he wants to catch. Um, Right. And this is revealed in this scene 
when John Voight pulls like a 30 foot anaconda skin out of his pocket and like rolls it across the floor. <laughs> It's like, yeah, yeah. Like, like, a red, like a red carpet. <laughs> Check this out. <laughs> and that's when he reveals he wants to catch the snake that shed that skin and uh, sell it. <laughs> hey, would you rather Would you rather get into crypto or chase a giant snake? <laughs> Probably chase a giant snake. Yeah, for sure. For fucking sure. Way more fun. And, you know, you don't post on Instagram about it. So... <laughs> You have no service. Hey, everyone, get in on this snake chase. If you're not, if you're not in now, you don't know what you're missing. Um, John Voight shoots a monkey um, because he needs the monkey to catch the snake. <laughs> John Voight also yells out "Buenos noches," which I'm pretty sure means like "good night." It does, but he yells it in like he like. They catch the snake and he screws, he's like, well, Glenos, no chance. <laughs> like as if it means holy shit. <laughs> do, in Peru, do they speak Spanish? I mean, I, Peruvian, I would assume is a uh, off like a. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it is. It is Spanish. Spanish. It is. Yeah. They, they have their own language. It looks like. Um, and then and then a lot of Spanish. All right. Well, that makes sense. Yeah, I, th- I think I think that's the same for for most of um, South America, like um, Portuguese and, and Spanish. Well, like Portuguese is isn't Portuguese is like a mix of like French and Spanish. I think. Well, I'm not. I'm not d- debating that. I'm just saying South America, oh. like Portuguese and Spanish are like I don't know where Portuguese the most spoken is. languages. It's, it's right next to Spain. <laughs> Portugal, the, Portugal, the man or the band? What is it? Portugal? Oh. Portugal, the man. Yeah, is that a band? <laughs> yeah, it is. Who's on first? You're, you're doing your, you're, you're doing your best Paul impression. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, he catches the snake. He loses it, but it pops back up and spits the fucking monkey. At them, <laughs> which was fucking awesome. Um, and then it goes immediately for JLo, but fucking John Voight shoots it with the trank. Um, was there was there anything on IMDb about them using the Jaws shot on JLo? It is. It, it is. It okay. is. And they, they uh, say the exact time stamp for, for the Jaws shot or the Hitchcock shot, if you want to call it. But yes, they, they talk about that. Because that actually made me laugh out loud. Like, <laughs> Tina didn't understand what I was trying to say. I was like, I can't believe they did it. It's like the same look that Roy Scheider has. Too. Yeah. It's like, spot on. Yeah, it's exactly that. Um, good for them. <laughs> good for them. Um, and then it's like real hit or miss about who the snake's going to, which I kind of Doug, like he didn't know who the snake was going to get. Um, yeah, yeah, it was kind of like going after everyone, but ultimately it's Owen Wilson who gets got in this scene. Um, an RIP to Owen Wilson. It, it is a cool thing that the snake is just like, like they, they didn't go like blood and guts for the kills, right? Like, like the snake never like bites somebody's fucking head off. It, it just fucking squeezes them. The snake does what anacondas do yeah. the entire time squeezes people and then devours them except for when it goes after John Foy. <laughs> which at that point it's it bites him on the personal. shoulder like three times 
dude bites him on the shoulder three times. That fucking jaw. It's like it would rip his arm <laughs> clean off. Dude, it's over his shoulder, below his pack. Like it is an enormous bite, and John Voight like somehow gets away and is walking away. <laughs> Dude, their fucking fangs are so fucking big; it would just pierce. Like, what the f- that size, the size of that anaconda. Yeah, it would impale him. And, <laughs> yes. and as soon as it clamped his mouth, like your arm would just detach. <laughs> John Voight was good though. Eighty-six-year-old fucking man. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it happens like three times in ten minutes. <laughs> so, um, actually, before we like go on, I just thought of this. So. Um, I just wanted to shout out this guy, Lance Dale, a fan of the show, who uh, emailed us. Um, do you do you know him or no? Yeah. Oh, you do. I. So, let me look at my Instagram. I can't remember if it's you bringing him up to me or me talking to him before. I think you were talking to him. I, I don't know. So I'll, I'll just I, I'll just shout him out. He sent us an email uh, yesterday. Um, and for all the shit we talk about with like the negative reviews, which like they stick out in our minds cause we're just like <laughs> these fucking idiots. But I just want to shout out Lance Dale who sent us a super nice email. Um, and just like he was going through some shit and I, I won't, I don't want to like get into it cause I don't know if he wants it public, but, um, like just like the nicest email about how we, we made this like insanely difficult period of his life so much better um and lance uh, you know i don't get back to emails like really quickly um because we get so fucking many of them but i just wanted to shout them out because it was a uh, it was a really nice email and uh uh we appreciate you and we appreciate the fans that do <laughs> do, do like us <laughs> absolutely so thank you lance yeah thanks lance that was it was a really nice email um if he wants me to read it on the air i would but i i, I don't want to read it if he doesn't want me to because some personal stuff in there but um, shout out, shout out Lance, baby. No, and I'm glad that you highlighted that. Cause like, yeah, we, uh, I, we only bring up the one star to like make each other laugh. Yeah. Clown. Um, the, the number of positive interactions that we have greatly outweigh that. So, oh my God. It's insane. Uh, yeah. Again, we only bring it up to like make each other laugh, the clown on it. Uh, we, we love all of the the positive feedback that we get, which 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 has been pretty constant since we've come back. <laughs> yeah, thank you all. Yeah, like it's a thousand to one basically, and like that's a great way to put it. Like we're clowning. Out. Like Joe and I will text each other, but we'll like <laughs> like we can't get it all the way out of our system because like Joe, I texted Sean. I texted Sean about that because I, I saw the the review yesterday. I don't even know when he left it, and Sean was like, "Let's just talk about it when it comes on the show." Yeah, uh, like uh, you know, sometimes we, we need some filler, so th- that's why we do it. Exactly, but, exactly. Yeah, I'm glad I'm glad that you highlighted it. it it's nice to. <laughs> it's funnier. I just want to hear Joe's voice when we talk about some of that bullshit because <laughs> it's like you can't even put it into words sometimes how fucking ridiculous some of this shit is um yeah, yeah. but anyway shout out lance dale thank you so much and uh thanks to all of our fans really so um all right back to uh mr voight mr voight he uh he, he, owen wilson has perished r.i.p owen wilson john voight gives the shittiest prayer you'll ever hear in your life while throwing like a bunch of leaves in the water like a little kid throwing like pulling grass out of the water he's just grabbed a handful of leaves and is just like throwing them. And I wrote the prayer down because it, it, it didn't make much sense. He said, the souls of the faithful departed have mercy of God. Rest in peace. Amen. 
Pedro Pe- Padre Hijo Esperdu Santo. And then he just throws the branch in and walks away. <laughs> and the whole crew is like, hey, dickhead, like, <laughs> that was our friend. <laughs> like, because this is actually the first kill that they witnessed, right? Like, they didn't see the captain go. He was, he was killed right. in a, in, in the, um, like a, what do you call it? Shipwreck. Yeah. So, um, Voight has again commandeered the ship, which I feel like he's done multiple times, but every time he does it, <laughs> they're like, God damn it. <laughs> and this time though, they come up with a little plan to bamboozle old John Voight. Uh, JLo goes in for the smooch on him, which he takes. <laughs> and also like, if I'm John Voight, I'm like, you you don't want to kiss me. Stop, stop, <laughs> stop it. <laughs> Uh, but he takes. Well, can, can I interrupt for one yeah, second? Yeah. Don't they find a newspaper article that shows like him and the captain? Like, <laughs> this was all planned well, all along. Well, no, John Voigt finds it and like crumples it up. Unless they find it also, I don't remember that though. Okay, I maybe yeah. John Voigt finds it, over the it course in the two days. I'm gonna miss it. John Voigt finds it in the shipwreck and he's like, Ugh, and crumples it up really fast. <laughs> Because for some reason they had hung that up in the ship, like two assholes, like venture off to sea. Like I don't even think it was a positive article. I think it was like two dickheads, like crash boat. And he's like, uh, like they had hung that up in the ship, and it's like okay. Um, but John, John Boy, uh, so he's kissing on J Lo, then. Ice Cube sneaks in. You think this is a little dusty finish here. Ice Cube sneaks in with a fucking spear, but John Voight sees him and is like, haha, gotcha, bitch. <laughs> and, then, and then the guy from Jumanji, double swerve, dusty finish, pops through the window. Pops through the window. <laughs> and bashes him in the head with something. I don't even remember what it was. It was like some sort of fishing equipment, I'm sure. But. <laughs> He's a good guy now because he was kind of painted as an asshole the whole time, right? Yeah, he was. Yeah. And now he's like, all right, this guy's cool. Um, so they tie up Voight, which, by the way, everyone wants to murder him. And J-Lo's like, stop it. Then we'll be no better than him. Dude, this motherfucker, like, kill him. What are you talking about? Like, you're out in the Amazon. He was already missing. Just fucking kill him and dump him in the river. At the very least, just throw him off of your boat. Why do you still have him on your boat? Dude, what is like, your plan? Yeah, what? Like, this guy is not... This This is a worse plan than putting the snake on the fucking boat. Like, and <laughs> leaving John Voight tied up. Like, <laughs> which also leads us to the next scene, which is he's tied up, like, on a, like a, a pole on the boat. And Denise, uh, the girl that Owen Wilson was courting... Uh, tries, she's like pissed at him because she thinks he killed Owen Wilson, basically. Um, so she comes up with a knife and is about to kill him. And this stupid old man jumps ten, <laughs> 10 feet in the air, tied to a pole, wraps his legs around her head <laughs> and strangles her to death. And then like <laughs> kicks her in the water. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. Dude, he jumps so high in the air from from a sit. He's sitting on his ass. <laughs> he's sitting on his ass, and he somehow <laughs> jumps up, fucking six feet to wrap his legs around her head. Oh my god, <laughs> fucking awesome! 
Um, the waterfall scene is next where the snake kills uh, our, our beloved Jumanji hunter. Um, which is a weird scene because, like, the snake is kind of just, like, <laughs> climbing up a waterfall. Yeah. <laughs> That's a little weird. <laughs> uh, ultimately. That, that, that kill's pretty cool, I gotta say. So, he, the, the hunter's, like, hiding in the waterfall. He, like, escaped, climbed up the waterfall, found a little hole to hide in. And what does he do? He, like, jumps out, right? And then the snake jumps out. grabs him midair. Yeah, because the snake like pops his stupid CGI head through <laughs> yeah. the waterfall, and he's like, and he jumps out, but yeah. the snake's tail grabs him midair, and then <laughs> again, this snake has been face to face to its prey more times than any other snake in history. Like, it just like eyes you up first. <laughs> oh man! So he gets him, then it goes after Ice Cube, who you think is going down. Um, there were, I, I have to say, even though I've seen this movie before, yeah. I thought Ice Cube was a goner. Dude, so did I. Times this so time. did I. That's so weird. I was like, oh, yeah, Ice Cube does die, I think. And he doesn't. <laughs> Which, thank God. Thank God. God bless him. I love, I love, I love J-Lo and Ice Cube being the two final, well, Eric Stoltz too, I guess. But. <laughs> and Eric Stoltz sleepwalking his way to a victory. <laughs> <laughs> but really, Ice Cube and J-Lo, like, coming out on top of this was so cool. I really appreciated that. I, yeah, I, I, I agree. Yep. Um, <laughs> uh, Ice Cube, though, appears to get got. But J-Lo starts shooting this fucking snake in the face multiple times, which <laughs> was so awesome. The fucking face is just ripping apart with the bullets. <laughs> I fucking loved it. And the snake's fucking dead, man. You're, You know, he did it. And Voight's about to kill uh, both of them because Voight's now free. And J-Lo and Ice Cube think they're free, but then Voight's about to kill him. And then old Stoltzy wakes up for five fucking minutes and he stabs him and then <laughs> with a tranquilizer and then goes back to bed. <laughs> That's not Dang an exaggeration. Like that is so funny. <laughs> I know. It's, <laughs> it's so fucking funny. It's insane. It's actually insane. Like... The next scene is them putting him back to bed, being like, oh, get your rest. <laughs> the main fucking character. The, the reason that they're all on this boat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, anyway, Voight is somehow back. I, I don't even know what happens. Like, they're like just hanging out on the boat. They're like, time to go home. And then for some reason, Voight's back and knocks out J-Lo and Ice Cube. Um they we we awaken to it. I don't even know. They're in some building, right? And um, John Voight's draining the blood of the monkey, which he pours all over them because uh, you know snake bait. Um, and we have a new bigger snake. This is the queen snake, um, which John Voight thinks he can capture in a net, like a fucking rabbit. Um, and the snake immediately gets mad. <laughs> <laughs> and, and breaks out, ripping John Voight. That rabbit, that rabbit trap is so cartoonish. It's literally Wiley, a Wiley uh, Coyote, dude. It's a giant fucking net. This guy knows the snake is literally ripped boats apart. <laughs> hey, maybe this rope net will work. <laughs> it doesn't, of course. It it rips John Voight off the ladder, bites him like ten times. John Voight keeps escaping. Um, but the snake ultimately squeezes John Voight 
And his, dude, the fucking bones in his fucking face snap. So he's dead at this point. Yeah. Which, two minutes later, he's not. (laughs) (laughs) He's still very much alive. Yo, it snaps every bone in his face and then eats him. And then eats him, which which we get, like, the POV from inside the the snake's fucking throat. (laughs) And then throws him up. Which, why does it do that? Because <laughs> John, even John Voight, before he dies, is like, look at all this dust. It's human bones when the snake poops it out. So, dude, so they... Li- no indication that he's regurg- going to regurgitate. They explain it at the very beginning. It's the very... It's like one of the first things John Voight talks about snakes. He, like, drops this little dime of knowledge that anacondas are the only... Which, I don't think this is true, by the way. Anacondas are the only <laughs> snake that love to kill so much that they'll throw up something that they've eaten to kill and eat something else. Yeah. There you go. All right. But like, I don't think that's true. (laughs) You know, it doesn't help the fact, I mean, it doesn't make the next scene any better. And it's that John Voight has been crushed to death and then eaten and then thrown up regurgitated. And still winks at Jalen. <laughs> <laughs> also, there's like a ninety percent chance that they did like uh, they did like a, what do they call it? Like a a viewing, like where they oh, fuck, like a screening, like a test screening, test screening, yeah, test screening, uh, test screening of the movie where they did this, and everyone was like, "Hey, why the fuck is that snake throw, throwing up John Boy?" And then they were like, oh, shit. Can, hey, somebody go record a scene with John Voight where he talks about snakes throwing up things. There's no snake throws up their food to, eat, like, attack something else. It's insane. That, like, goes against all, like, like animal instinct, right? Like, eat when you're, like, just eat when you're hungry. Like, you know what I mean? Eat whatever when you're hungry. Like, don't don't regurgitate it because you love to, to hunt. Hunt. <laughs> You love recreational activities. Oh, boy. Cube and uh, Ice Cube Escape. Great pair. Love it. Um, the finale with the, um, is a smokestack. I don't even know where they are. It's so weird. It's so fucking weird. But they're in a building. <laughs> Dude, that, that is a great point, actually. Because they're looking for lost tribes, and they're in the heart <laughs> Of the jungle, like unexplored territory, right? Yeah. Like that's that's yes. why they're there. But the, but there's an industrial building with the smokestack Smokes- and like <laughs> man-made built crates and like escape rooms. Like it's all made out of brick. And then they walk out, and then there's like a lost, a supposed lost tribe outside the door. <laughs> dude, that, dude, that, dude. <laughs> she finally escapes. So Ice Cube lights everything on fire and explodes and kills yeah. the snake. And J-Lo, J-Lo escapes and jumps into the water. And then you're right. Eric Stoltz wakes up and he's like, Ooh, what's, what's, been, what's been going on? And there's just a lost tribe all staring at him. Which, which they should be more nervous about than anything, right? Like, they're breaching this lost tribe's colony. Like, the tribe should be attacking them. Dude, that was my thought. When I saw them, first of all, I forgot that that was even the point of the fucking movie. So they they, they fucking blow up the snake. I, I The snake actually comes back and Ice Cube fucking kills it with an axe like 10 times in the head. That's the end of the snake. And then Eric Stoltz, like sleepyhead, walks out and is like, hey, look what I just discovered. A lost tribe. 
<laughs> it's just all them sitting in canoes staring at them. Which also, also the title screen when the movie started was like, there's rumors of giant anacondas that the tribes worship as gods. So they probably just saw this giant thing that they worshipped as a god being murdered by these people. Like, why would they not be attacking them right now? They absolutely <laughs> fucking would. It, it could either go one of two ways. It either is like, this should have been like the unofficial, like, if if I made Green Inferno, if I was, did Eli Roth make that? Yeah. If I made that, I would have started it secretly with like, oh, this is like <laughs> the jump from Anaconda to, to, to Green Inferno. Like, these people get captured and fucking tortured. Um, so that's that's the one option for this movie, right? <laughs> that's what happens next. The other option is that they, they see them kill the fucking snake and are like, are you fucking kidding me right now? And, or, wait, no, wait. Or there's a third option. Third option. They kill him for the snake. Third option is, hey, we're not a lost tribe. Look at, we made that smokestack that you just exploded. That's where we make our food and, like, manufacture items. You fucking pieces of shit. It took us centuries to make that. Uh, but either way, that's the uh, that's the end. They find the lost tribe and... and and you think there's going to be a little bit more, but it, that's just how it fucking ends. And, and also, by the way, they have no fuel, which they kept talking about constantly. And that's not an exaggeration. We, that's, that's, this is actually so funny. The entire hope of fucking idiot Stoltz was discovering a lost tribe. All this other shit is insignificant. They go through all that, and they finally discover the Lost Tribe, and then the credits just roll as we're, as we're staring at the Lost Tribe in canoes looking at them. <laughs> Dude, they've got no... F- like, what? Are the, this is actually, like, the biggest cliffhanger of all time, if you think about it. <laughs> Dude, they have no fuel to get back, and they're being captured by a Lost Tribe. The, like, uno- <laughs> the unofficial prequel of the Cannibal Holocaust. Dude, it is the, like, ultimate, like, cliffhanger. Like, what the fuck we just killed a snake and now we, we were probably gonna be eaten by these people <laughs> oh my god and that is anaconda from 1997 what a fucking movie man i listen man i loved it it's a, it's a big budget b movie especially in 97 you're not gonna get a lot of that in the 90s I'm all for it. As of like a 4.4 in IMDb. That's bullshit. That is bullshit. That is bullshit. It spawned uh, a sequels, Anaconda, The Hunt for the Blood Orchid, which I, I kind of remember coming out in 2004. It actually went to theaters. Um, Paul Paul and I watched it oh, on TV. Oh, shit. <laughs> How was it? Great. I think we watched the second one, too. Yeah, yeah. Dude, what a weird time. Sorry to go on a tangent, but like when we were in college – Anaconda came out with like three sequels, and then for some reason, so did Pumpkin. So did Pumpkinhead. Pumpkinhead made like Pumpkinhead three and four. Yeah. <laughs> what a weird time! Man. It must have, yeah, it must have been just that time where they were like, because they go, you know, movies go through phases. It must have just been like, hey, let's revamp these weird old franchises, um, and do them shittier, <laughs> no justice whatsoever. That's like the weirdest. There's no way they were like, listen, the Pumpkinhead market. Now's the time. <laughs> Now's the time. The Pumpkinhead fan base is finally in college. Now's the time. <laughs> Now's the time. Oh, my God. After Blood Orchid was Anaconda 3 Offspring, then Anaconda Trail of Blood, which those are 
a year apart, 2008 and 2009, which like, like did Offspring do so well that they immediately made Trail of Blood? <laughs> no. And then the movie I do want to watch, even though I know this is what pisses me off about it. I want to watch it because of the name and what it is, but I know there will be no reference to the originals. They weren't thinking that way back then. I feel like if they made this now, they would, but not back then. And that is Lake Placid versus Anaconda from 2015, a crossover film with the Lake Placid franchise. I love it. A fucking lake. Thousands of miles. It still bothers me that Lake Placid is not named after the Lake Placid. Oh, yeah. Called it after. Because didn't you reveal that to me during that episode? Yeah, wait. Did we do an episode on Lake Placid? We did. We did. Because that's the only thing I remember is yeah. that you told me it didn't take place at Lake Placid. It was just a Placid Lake. <laughs> <laughs> Which is one of the most insane things. I forgot about that. Oh, yeah. We did do Lake Placid. <laughs> it's like making a movie called The Grand Canyon, but it's not at the Grand Canyon. It's just at at. at a canyon that's considered grand it's so big. I, I Fuck just, you. I just looked up the Lake Placid uh, episode, and that's the episode where we talk about, and this is in the description, we talk about Airbud, the Honeymooners, Most Valuable Primate, and Jim Varney for most of the episode. It's an hour episode. <laughs> Actually, I remember that. Is that your house in Cheshire? I remember recording that one. <laughs> Dude, an hour episode, we talk about all of those things. <laughs> we absolutely, like, barely touch on Lake Placid. I know the Airbud conversation weird, was 20 minutes. That's the weirdest thing about the earlier episodes is, like, we would keep them an hour because we, rec- we would record two episodes a night. Yes. But, like, each episode would be, like, an hour. And then when we came... when. I remember when we were coming back, which has to be almost a year now that we've been back, right? Yes. We Uh, we started like either August or September. Yeah. It was definitely August. It was definitely August. Maybe this week, man. Dude, that's fucking nuts. That's fucking weird. I'm going to pull it up right now. I'll pull it up right now. Can you pull that up? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll Um, pull it up. What was I I talking about? (laughs) Um, I don't know. Because we recorded in Cheshire. Oh, yeah. When, When we were coming back, we were like... Yeah, you know, if they're half-hour episodes, they're half-hour episodes. And we haven't been under, like, an hour and a half. There's no no fucking way. And I was also, I remember, um, which, (laughs) I mean, I don't know if I should bring this up. Anyway, um, I I remember talking to people being like, yeah, no, like, this is, this is, like, I'm not going to, like, get that invested in it this time around. Like, I'm not I'm not going to be a young go-hard this time around. Like, we'll just do it for the fans, and that's it. Um, dude, August 18th. It is. This is, like, our fucking anniversary episode. This, this is our, yeah. This is our, yeah. Holy what, shit. The 17th? Yeah, yeah, it comes out the 17th. That's fucking crazy. Right, Cheers. One year in. One year, man. Island of Dr. Moreau, August 18th, dude. Um... And you can tell the difference because we basically like every movie we've done. <laughs> we really have for the most part, except for like a few that we like, you know, miscalculated. Yeah, this is this year is like the past year has fucking flown by. Dude, yeah, it's actually kind of crazy. There are some of these movies that I'm like, oh my god, I forgot about them. Like fucking 
muck muck of the Irish muck muck dude. <laughs> first movie I watched in my new house <laughs> that sucks <laughs> yeah what, what, what a memory <laughs> dude we did stone cold we did uh let's see what we did let's let's talk about every we did, movie we, we, we did real quick <laughs> we did we did uh Kevin we came back with a Kevin Teddy appreciation. <laughs> oh my god. So, uh, 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 a director that neither of us have ever fucking cared about in our entire lives. <laughs> we, we come back with Island of Dr. Moreau, uh Witch Trap, uh Witch Witch Board. Witch Board 2 <laughs> Pinocchio's Revenge. Uh, then we then we do thrash in our first non horror episode for all those Ooh. people. Then we do that was that early on. Yeah, yeah. We yeah, I remember that shit like yesterday. That's weird. I know rad. Um, then we do blood diner and then burnt offerings. Dude, we did burnt offerings for our like Halloween extravagant. Like, what the fuck, what the fuck is wrong with us? <laughs> like, do you remember burnt offerings that? <laughs> That that character who's just a, just a dummy that they stick at the diner that <laughs> they do a voiceover for. No, that classic. Wait, that was in Blood Diner, right? Blood Diner, yeah. yeah. <laughs> then we did Halloween Four, and then Halloween Town. Oh fuck, are we doing a Halloween? Are we are we doing the Halloween oh, Town franchise? Yeah, we are. <laughs> Yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. Because last time you said that we were retiring, but we can't, man. We got four more Halloween Town movies to do. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, fine. Uh, then we did <laughs> Then we did the Halloween remake, 2018. Yeah. yeah. Rabbit- which, mean, which means this Halloween, we got to do Halloween Town 2, and we got to do the new Halloween Kills. When does Halloween Kills come out? I think October. Oh my god, that would be fucking amazing. That would be like our most recent episode, but I'll do it in a fucking heartbeat. We got it. Yeah, I'm fine with it. Um, then we do Trovember, Rabid Grannies, Sergeant <sighs> Sergeant Kabuki Man, Kabuki Man. Yeah. Uh, oh, and then we stopped Trovember, I guess. <laughs> well, because oh, I remember this, and I was thinking about this the other day when I was like programming our episodes like through September, where I, I kept being like, it has to be a month. And I was like, it doesn't have to be a month. It could be two fucking weeks. Because <laughs> um, then we went to Blood Rage, which was great. Uh, Grave Misdemeanors, aka Nightlife. Um, I don't know why we did that. Black Christmas, <laughs> the remake, 2006. The remake, yeah. Better Watch Out. Dial code Santa. Then we did end of days for the new year. Dude, we were fucking, these are hitters. These are hitters. Are, and dude, the, those ones were uh, on my parents' sun porch. Oh my God. And in negative 20 degree weather. <laughs> Project Metal Beast, Extra, Parents. The, year. St- the Star Wars holiday episode with our buddy JP. Yes. That was fun. Then we did Stone Cold. Oh, that was a Patreon that we released. Um, then we did Stone Cold. Yeah. We got to do another Boz episode. <laughs> How many movies is Boz in? I can't. Dude, enough. Are you serious? Dude, Brian Bosworth. None's going to none's gonna come compare right. to I mean, I guess you're right. Stone Cold, Stone Cold is... This, this is no <laughs> lie. Stone Cold's probably my favorite movie that we've watched for this show. Listen, he, he was that was his first movie. So it's only up there. He's got One Man's Justice, Virus, Midnight Heat, 
neither of those movies even have <laughs> Wikipedia pages. Back in business. Then, hey, guess what? He's starring next to your boy, Ice Cube, in Three Kings. Oh, you know what, though? He's not starring in it. There's his, no, his role, there's no way he's starring. His role. <laughs> George Clooney and Mark Wahlberg. His role is. Bosworth starring. His, <laughs> his role is action star, which means he's probably yeah. on the TV in the background. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. All right. All right. So maybe after that, the boss goes down. I mean, he was in The Longest Yard, but I'm not doing that. And then Paul could probably name everything else that he was in, so. Uh, then we did Valentine, the guns. Oh, you know what? I think we should do. It was Sidaris week again? Yeah, I think we should do Sidaris for February. All right. Because that's when we did um, guns, and that shit was the fucking best. Guns, and we did the live the live show for Hard Ticket. To Dude, those movies are f- the fucking best. The best. The best. So we could do like Malibu Express. Dude, anything. Just pick one. I, dude, there. I've never seen anything like them. It's unbelievable. <laughs> then we did Muck's M- M- Muck of the Irish Rawhead Rex. Oh, then we did that Hangover episode, which was weird. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. But people loved oh, that, dude. We had a five-hour live show the night before. Five hours. <laughs> we did Godzilla '98. Yep. Mortal Kombat, Bloody Birthday, Head of the Family, and then our, of course, our, our, uh, D'Amato versus Maddie. Yes. 18 weeks of that. <laughs> Uncle Sam, Mosquito, Piranha, Piranha 2, and Aquanoids, man. What a year. That is a, that is a year in review right there. That was glad to be back, man. Me too. Oh my God. Thank you guys all so much. Um, I also want to shout out real quick, uh, before we wrap it up, um, Reagan running our social media, fucking putting it together, getting us mad followers with her, uh, little, uh, contest there. And, uh, Congratulations to Rando. Like, how do you read screen names? Rando M. 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 Ghoul. Ghoul. Rando M. Ghoul. Uh, thank you. He won the uh, the the um, the uh, the prize package that we did. And I think what I'm going to do because I've got a couple things um, here. I think what I'm going to do is for Patreon. I think moving forward, I'm going to do like a monthly giveaway just for Patreon too. Um, sounds good to me, right? Like, why not? Like they're, they're, they're all good people. And cause we didn't do one during the live show this time, which I like to do. I was like, fuck it. Like, I'll just include everyone like in, I don't know, the top tier, like put them in it. What do I know? Um, and that's it guys. So, uh, facebook.com slash I hate horror, instagram.com slash I hate horror. Follow us there. That's really where we're doing most of our posts. Uh, Reagan, our social media manager, shout out to her, just fucking killing it, posting some good stuff out there. Um, so follow us there for contests and all sorts of things. Um, and we give away tickets to the monthly shows every month. So if you if you're not on Patreon and you you can't afford it, enter just enter the contest because literally it's just a poll that you click yes to. So <laughs> that's all that it takes to enter. Um, and what else do we have? Uh, Twitter.com slash I hate horror show. Is that it? Oh, Patreon.com slash I hate horror. Join us there for the bonus episodes. Uh, this week we talked about Fast 9. Fast F9. 
F9. F9. That episode started out super short and then turned into like an hour episode. <laughs> it's just. <laughs> um, and I got to. Re- yeah, anyway, never mind. Um, that's it. That's all I've got. Uh, I'm at Instagram at. Uh, well, we're at Instagram at I Hate Horror. Joe, where can they find you? Uh, Instagram, Boognish1985. Thank you, sir. What? Do uh, you have anything else you want to you wanna say? I don't think so. All right, man. Well, thank you for coming on, doing the show with me. I, that, I sounded like you don't do the show. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I'm a little drunk. Um, I want to thank Joe. <laughs> Dude, I don't know how I end the show. Fuck. I got a little drunk. Um, uh, adios. <laughs> all right. Thank you, Joe, so much for always doing the show with me. It's been a great year, and I appreciate you. Um, and thank you all for listening. And for Joe, this is Sean. Stay weird. Thank you. Adios. Fucking zombie getting sliced and diced.